Hey, this is R Dub from Sunday Night Slow Jams, and you're listening to hashtag Dad Swag, the swaggiest place on earth for all fathers and father figures alike. And now, here's your host, my brother, JC. Good, my dad's white people. So check it out. Let me give you a, a lesson on Bay Area etiquette. If I see somebody in the distance and somebody I respect, somebody I got love for, I want to get their attention or just uh, say what's up, I just go, yay! And if that person sees me and wants to acknowledge me back, he or she would do the same thing. So I'm going to do that and I want you guys to do it right back to me. Ready? Yay! Dope. I'm assuming that you guys did that because if you did it right back to me, that means you know where you're at, you know what time it is, you know what you came here for, you see me, you acknowledge me, you acknowledge the show, and I can't thank you enough for it. Believe it or not, we just had a whole conversation. I know everything that's going on with your family. I know everything that's going on with your kids, your wife, your your girlfriend, your fiance. Uh, I know about your week, the whole thing, because that yee just tells me everything in life is good for you right now. That's how we do it in the Bay Area. So uh, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Hashtag That's Why Podcast. You already know who I am. I'm your host, JC, and it's such a blessing to be here with you today. I hope and I pray that everything in your life right now is going the way you need it to be going. And sometimes um, it, it may not be going the way you want it to be going, but it's the way you need it to go so that you can get to where you are meant to be. I pray that your family is in good health, your um, your household is in order, and if not, I just pray that whatever the situation is going on in your life, that um, you use this as an intervention of somebody who's in your rooting section and praying for um, blessings in abundance to come to you real soon. As for me right now, man, my life is blessed, man. I, I really can't complain. Um, I'm sitting here inside of a condo while my family is on the beach and the condo actually overlooks the beach. You know, we we took a a week long vacation. We've been here since um, Saturday and it's just been a great way to unplug, man. Um, But I did not want to uh, miss dropping another episode for you every Friday. That's my commitment to you guys Um, and to have a a wife and a family that support that, man, that's another blessing in itself so uh, as soon as i'm done here i'm gonna limp myself (laughs) to the beach and enjoy the rest of my family time but i wanted to get with you guys today so we can really continue this path that we've been on this trajectory we've been on of changing the narrative surrounding fathers and fatherhood Uh, i see so many guys reaching out to me and um Even if I don't see you guys reaching out to me, I see you reaching out to other pages. I see you guys posting things about your family. More and more, I'm seeing this dad community grow, and it's such a beautiful thing, man. So I didn't want to sacrifice a week and um, stop our progress, but it may be a little shorter episode today because I want to finish my vacation. (laughs) So with that, let's get to it. Let's get her done. Today is Friday, July 31st, tomorrow. It's the first of the month, and let me tell you something, August 
has big things in store for the hashtag Daswag podcast and the Daswag community. We're going to kick it up a few notches. Um, we're going to start having guests on the show. So you're not just hearing my voice anymore, but you're going to hear the opinions and thoughts of other people. And uh, the lineup that I have for you guys so far, man, it's it's awesome. So uh, if you've been rocking for a while, thank you. If this is your first time or you're new to this, well, welcome. And uh, you're in for a treat, man. Uh, this is just getting better. It's growing. Um, dads are, are being more and more active. Uh, not credit to me, um, but credit to you guys. And you know what? Deadbeat dads are on notice, man. Good dads are on the rise. We're on the come up. But just because we're on the come up don't mean we can start slacking, man. We still got so much work to do. Our work is never done. We're dads. <laughs> Our work is never done. So now we just got to go harder. We got to get after it. And today, that's exactly what we're going to do. The title of today's episode is called Her. She is still the mother of your children. H- Hello? Are you guys still there? Can you hear me? Stay with me, fellas. This is something we need to talk about. It doesn't get spoken about enough. We cannot talk about our fatherhood and how much we love our kids without talking about the mother or the woman who gave us our children. You cannot talk about providing for your kids and how amazing of a father you are or how amazing of a dad you're becoming without acknowledging the woman that gave you your children. Wife fiance, girlfriend, baby mama, mother of your kid, whatever you call her, that woman blessed your life with a child. I don't get political on my podcast. I try not to at least. But regardless of your stance on abortion, she didn't have to go through with it. She didn't, but she did. And in that, let's look at it like this. We are 50% responsible for making a baby. But are we really 50% responsible for having a baby? Because when you think about it, in the past nine months, what did we really give up? Outside of some time or some late night craving where she wakes us up to go get her um, some double stuffed Oreo cookies dipped in uh, pickle juice and a side of jalapenos or she's crying over noodles. Who knows what the craving is, but despite our time, what did we really give up? I mean, emotionally. Let's look at mood swings. Did we experience that? Did we have to figure out how to manage why we're crying uncontrollably because there's not enough milk in the fridge for the trunk full of cookies that we just bought? Or why we're laughing uncontrollably and try to decipher what's normal and not? No, but we witnessed it. And physically, did we have to worry about what we were putting in our body to make sure that we were doing the right things necessary because we're no longer eating for one, but we're eating for two. Did we grow at a crazy rate? For some, did we get stretch marks? What about that little line that goes down the middle of the stomach that looks like a a cutout that you see in the, the elementary school books? Did we get that? No. Financially, do we have to sacrifice our careers Stop working. Socially, do we sacrifice time with friends or time with family because we are just too tired to go out or we don't like what we have in the closet, it doesn't fit us right, or we don't like our appearance? None of that. We are 
experiencing pregnancy as a spectator. In all honesty, as men, we are sacrificing next to nothing. So whether you guys are together or not, that woman will forever deserve your respect. She can give you no other reason to respect her. But that woman is the mother of your child. And for that alone, she deserves your respect. You know, I've always believed that the best way to love your child or your children is by respecting his, her, or their mother. Even if you two just really don't get along, man, like you guys just butt heads all the time, you know, she's oil, you're water, you guys just don't like each other, then I implore you and I challenge you to add your pride to the die to self topic from episode two. And I've said this before in the past. I'm saying it today in the present, and I promise you I'll say it over and over in the future. But if you have a son, it is your job to raise a man, a man of character, a man of dignity, a man of respect. And the way you treat his mother will tell him everything he needs to know about how to treat or not to treat his romantic relationships, including the mother of his future children. And if you have a girl, oh man, if you have a girl, it's almost worse because you are showing her how a man should treat her or not treat her by the way you treat her mother. And if you're one of those dads like me, I always say, you know, when my daughter gets married or my daughter gets a boyfriend, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be overprotective. No one's going to disrespect my daughter. No one's going to uh, treat her less than the princess or the queen that she is. Well, how hypocritical are you that you don't even respect her mother? I mean, how many female family members or friends do you have that are in a toxic relationship and they may even have a child and you keep telling them, don't go back to him. Don't do this. Don't do that. He's no good for you. Or, you know, you guys are bad for each other. You know, you guys are just not working out. But she continues to go back. She ignores the warning signs because she finds comfort in settling. She finds comfort in complacency. To some degree, you may say she finds comfort in the abuse, in being called out of her name. She finds comfort in being belittled. She finds comfort in tension. That's on you, bro. That's 100% on you because you showed her as a little girl that it's okay to disrespect the woman that gave birth to her. Acknowledging and understanding the importance of a mother's role in your child or your children's life and breathing life and love and respect and support into it is one of the most important things you can do and one of the strongest ways you can love your child. Because let's say they don't have a relationship now. Who's to say that their relationship in the future won't be one of the biggest blessings to your child or your children's lives. But because of the things that you've said, because of the way you've acted, because of the way you've treated their mother, they miss out on that blessing. That again is on you. You block that blessing. Let's put it in this perspective. Last episode, I told you, you were hand chosen by the God of creation to be a father. Well, guess what? God used that woman as a vessel to literally deliver you your biggest, your most important, your most precious blessing. 
if you can't use that as justification enough to give her the respect she deserves, then we might have a bigger issue. <laughs> but really, if you can't use the fact that God chose her and God chose you to make this beautiful blessing, then we might have a bigger issue. You know, me personally, man, I've been truly blessed. My wife is literally everything I could want in a woman and a partner to share, to laugh, to cry, to struggle, and to succeed with. Like, she can check me. <laughs> man, she can check me. But at the same time, she allows me to be the man and respects me for being the man. And even with that, she still pushes me to be a better husband and father because in a co-parent and a partner, that's what she needs and that's what she deserves. Is that a little heavy and maybe laying it on a little thick? Maybe. But let me paint a picture for you. Do you mind if I tell you the story about an 18-year-old young woman who had her whole life at her? Dreams to work in labor and delivery. Job. Going to school. She was on her way. But then she fell in love. And then she got pregnant. She called her boyfriend one morning to make sure he was up getting ready. You see, they were going to go listen to their baby's heartbeat for the very first time together. But he never made that appointment. The next time she heard his voice, it was a tear-filled collect call from the county jail. They just told her that her boyfriend was looking at 27 years. Everything in her world started to crumble, man. But she still loved him because she knew who he was and what he could be. 18 years old, graduated college, pregnant, and alone. Not alone in the sense that she didn't have family support, but she didn't have a co-parent. Still, she tried to defend her boyfriend's reputation to her family. It made no difference. To make matters worse, their baby was diagnosed with Down syndrome. And not to say that that's the reason the family didn't like the boyfriend, but it definitely doesn't help, right? Fast forward some months. How could this now 19-year-old young woman have known that after the first time she held her newborn, it would be 21 days before she would spend a night with him? How could she have known that in the course of those 21 days, she would watch her newborn go through six sessions of chemotherapy in three days, three blood transfusions, and an everyday fear of the unknown. And with all that, with everyone telling her I was no good, and every valid reason to stop putting money on my books, to stop putting money on her phone, to stop writing me letters every day. Now look, I mean, outside of my mother, she wrote me a letter almost every day some long some short but no matter what my name was called during mail call almost every day she had all the reason with justification to forget about me but she never did she wrote enough letters to equal one letter per member in my family and i got a big ass family and you know since they never wrote me she was my hope my strength my connection so you damn right. I will respect her and love her for all of this lifetime and the next. 
and it may sound like I'm flexing a little. And maybe I'm not trying to, but if I am, that's because my wife is my biggest flex. But regardless, my kids are my most precious blessing. And without her, there is no them. And that's a life I don't want to imagine. That's a life I can't imagine. Now, I know my situation isn't your situation, or maybe similar, I don't know. But obviously it's not the same. But do me a favor. Look at your child or look at your children. And if they're not with you, think about them. Think about how much you love them. You go to work for them. You fight for them. Some of you may even be going to court for them. So it's evident that you love them. But without her, there is no them. Now for a moment, let's look at a couple verses that kind of back up what I'm saying. In Proverbs 15.1, it says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. Look, I'm not saying that you have to be in love with her. That's completely on you. But what I am saying is there's no reason for calling her out her name. There's no reason to degrade or defame the mother of your child or your children. Especially to your kids. Like, that's the weakest thing you could do, man, is to disrespect your kid's mother to your kids. All they need to know is that both parents love them. And even if that's proven not to be true, all they need to know is that you love them. Everything done in the darkness will come to the light. And eventually they will find out on their own what is what and who is who, who is real, who is not. Now, I know some of y'all sitting there like, nah, bro, you don't know my lady. You don't know my baby mama. You don't know my kid's mom. She's crazy. I, <laughs> I get it. I feel you on that. But even still, let me direct your attention to the second verse. Proverbs 26, 4. Now, for the sake of simple interpretation, I quoted this from the New Living Translation. Don't answer foolish arguments of fools, or you will become as foolish as they are. You know, I used to be a super hot-tempered kid, and my dad used to tell me, when emotions are high, logic is out. Sometimes the most respectful thing to say is saying nothing at all. And I'll say it again. The best way to love your children is by respecting their mother. Because without her, there is no them. So don't shame yourself by trying to disrespect her. Literally, be the bigger man, because you're better than that. But as always, if you're overwhelmed to a point where you can't hear the voice of logic, reach out to me. Reach out to the pages that I've attached below. These are the men that's going to build you up and encourage you and say you are better than that. Don't stoop down to the level of fools. Don't engage in a foolish conversation or you too will be foolish. Instead, reach out to men with wisdom. Seek knowledge. Ask for wisdom and it'll be given to you in abundance. Find an outlet that's not the mother of your children and that's not your children. But you know what? I'm late for the beach, man. I'd love to stay.
I'll be back next week. You know what time I'll be back next week. But until then, always remember, iron sharpens iron. Until next time, love and blessings to you and yours, for me and mine.